So this is probably the most important shear we will discuss this, uh, this series, which is the halachas of eating on Yom Kippur or fasting on Yom Kippur. And the reason for this is that on one hand, there is a grave or a violation of eating on Yom Kippur. One is over an Issa Daraisa, you're not keeping Yom Kippur. And if a person eats a certain amount, they're chayev kares, a terrible punishment. On the other hand, we have an obligation of chaybahem, that we must live with the mitzvahs. And we go to extremes when it comes to pikuach nefesh. In order to save a person's life, we do extreme things and we violate almost every single isser in the Torah, including the prohibition of eating on Yom Kippur. So one has to be very diligent when discussing and when figuring out what to do on Yom Kippur. So let's go through the halachas and hopefully we'll come out with some clarity and you know, it's not Yom Kippur yet. If a person could prepare properly, if they know they don't fast well, if they know they, they're pregnant, they're nursing, they have diabetes, so they should definitely do a little more research uh, before Yom Kippur starts. Okay, so we've been discussing the Chameshes Yenoyim, the five things that we refrain from on Yom Kippur. Now, we said many Rishonim hold that most of these things are not Asr Midaraisa, but everyone agrees that eating on Yom Kippur is Asr Midaraisa, and there's a Chiv Kares for eating on Yom Kippur. How do we know this? So, when the Torah says the Chiv of Kares, it says, Hanefesh Asher Lois Seuna, the soul that did not... Uh, did not have enoi, did, did not afflict itself. So the the we, the Gemara says that hanefesh means something that the nefesh enjoys, which would be food. So everyone agrees that if someone would eat on Yom Kippur, they would be chayiv kares. Now, when it comes to typical eating, iser of achila, so the shear is a kezayis. The shear is the size of an olive. A person eats a, a kezayis of chelev, they're chayiv kares. Person needs a kezayis and a velo, they're chayef malkus. Eat something that's not kosher. So the shear of for to get punished, the measurement is a kezayis. When it comes to Yom Kippur, we're more mekel. You could even eat more. A person would, if he ate more than a kezayis, they would still not be chayef kares. You're only chayef kares if he eats more than a kaisavas. What does a kaisavas hagasa mean? A kaisavas hagasa means a large date. That's the shear of eating on Yom Kippur. So why is that the sheer one out of regular kezayis? So the Gemara tells us that kezayis has to do with achila. When the Torah says, you should not eat, so eating is defined by a kezayis. However, by Yom Kippur doesn't say anything about eating. It says, kol nefesh And the Chacham say that less than a date, a person is not, uh, he's not satisfied at all. And he's still hungry, and he's still ma'una. He's still in a state of, of pain. He's hungry, and it didn't it didn't help him. So, when we define the iser of of eating on Yom Kippur, it is defined by inoy, which would be more than a more than a kaseves agasa. That would be the shear for uh, sorry, not even more. If he eats a kaseves agasa, you'd be chayev on on Yom Kippur. So we're going to define exactly what a kaseves agasa means in a moment. Let's say a person eats less than this large date. They eat a kezayis. So the Gemara tells us, Chati shir asam and atara, that's why we paskin. And therefore, there would be a problem, be an iser deraisa, you would not be chayev kares, but there would still be an iser deraisa of chati shir, of eating less than the shir, it would still be asr. So now, there is a word on the street that, you know, maybe this year I'll do shiurim, and maybe some doctors 
I recommend people do shiur before a person eats less than the shiur on Yom Kippur. They have to remember that it's an iser deraisa to eat less than, even less than a kaseva sagasa on Yom Kippur. And in a chayv kares, but there's still an iser deraisa. And a person cannot do that, you know, just because they're not feeling well. It's not like Tisha B'Av, which is only Nisad Rabbanon. It is a it is Yom Kippur, Nisad Raisa. And we will see, you're only allowed to eat on Yom Kippur if a person who does not eat would come to Sakhanas Nefasha. So it means that there will be some element of risk of death by not eating. If there will be no element of risk, a person is not allowed to break his fast, his or her fast, on Yom Kippur. I saw one of the Svarim, they have a very interesting... A test to basically to see if the doctor would recommend it or not. And I told one of the doctors in town, he thought it was a great, a great uh, psaac. So this Pisic says that when a doctor tells someone they should eat an Yom Kippur, he would ask the doctor, if you were, let's see, he's a firm doctor, if you were davening, you know, 10 minutes away, in the middle of Musaf, and someone told you that so-and-so is fasting, and would you go walk, do a 10-minute walk each way? Would you go out of your way to, to make sure, knock on her door, and tell her that she should break her fast? If you wouldn't go out of your way to do that, so then obviously, to you as a doctor who is someone who cares about life, you obviously don't think that she really needs to break her fast. It is not Sakonis Nefashas, because if it was Sakonis Nefashas, you would be running there, you'd walk, you'd, you'd make the 10-minute trip to tell her, to break her fast. So he, so I spoke to a doctor. He thought that was a great uh, guideline where, you know, doctors in general try to avoid lawsuits. Yeah, why would, why would you tell a pregnant woman to fast? But on the other hand, we have Yom Kippur, and Kippur is very important. So it's a, it's a good measure to make sure that when a person's uh, allowing someone or giving a heter to eat less than the shear, that it is some element of sakonis nefashas. Okay, now, if a person's in a pikuach nefesh situation, a person is uh, passed out, or whatever the story is, so at that point, we don't say, oh, have pachas, pachas, mikasher, you should have less than the keseva sagasa, less than the date, and, and when it comes to drinking, we're going to define that it's less than a maloy uh, lugmov. We don't say that at that point. At that point, the person has to eat, he has to drink in order to, in order to be able to survive. It's only when you're doing it as a preventative measure for example, a person is told that they suffer from dehydration. It is dangerous for them to go 24 hours without eating or drinking. So for them, they don't have to drink uh, a large amount in one shot. Let them do the shiurim. Let them do a, a small amount over the course of the day. If someone's a diabetic and they have to have some type of sugar regulation. So again, if the, if the doctor at home, they need to. Otherwise, it would be sakonis That's when we say... A person should do shiurim. You should you should eat less than the shear. Why eat more than the shear and be chayev kares? I mean, obviously you're an oynus, but why should you put yourself in that situation if you can avoid that by eating less than the shear? So, what exactly is the shiurim for eating and drinking? So, <clears throat> it's very interesting how when it comes to the the food solids, so that's kikoseva sagasa, a large date. The Shulchan Aruch says, "Simon Tafreshud Beis, v'hu pachas mikabeitza maat." It's a drop less than the volume of an egg. So we assume today, lechumra, that an egg is about uh, two ounces, two fluid ounces. So a, a drop less than that would be the volume of 
Some of the Pesachim say three quarters of an egg, so 1.5 fluid ounces, lechumra. So that would be the maximum amount of food a person could eat and, and, uh, and be less than the share. Now, after you eat that, so how long do I have to wait between my 1.5 ounces of bread to my next 1.5 ounces of bread? So the Pesachim, the, the Oli Rishonim discussed this is a concept of Kedei Achilas Pras. And the time varies. Many of the Pais can have different opinions. So you could get anywhere from two to nine minutes different opinions of what to do when a person should wait. So if the doctor tells you, yeah, you can wait nine minutes, so be machmer. Be machmer for the largest uh, discrepancy. The largest share would be nine minutes between, between uh, 1.5 ounces of bread. So wait nine minutes. A person can't wait that long, so be a little more makel. Do five minutes. Anywhere down to two minutes, you still would technically have opinions to rely on, that that is considered eating less than the share. What about drinking? So so drinking, so first of all, it's, in the, it's, it's, a, it's a personal thing. It depends on the person. The halacha is, it's, it's the meloi lugmav, which is uh, one cheek of, uh, not one cheek, I'm sorry, it's, it's, uh, it's your personal, well, you could fit into one cheek, so that would be considered meloi lugmav. And it depends on the person. So many of the players can say a person should go before Yom Kippur. I actually just did this a few minutes ago. You fill up your entire mouth with a beverage. And you measure how much you're able to get in. You spit it out into a measuring cup. And you take that amount. You divide it by half. And that's your personal share from Loi Lugmov. So if anybody wants to know my share, it's about 1.5 ounces. So I was able to get three ounces. Of, of liquid into my mouth. Now, I'm not, a, I'm not a very large person, so for some people, that shear might be too machmer, but that's around, that's a guide, I would say, for for what, in the range of what Malay Lugmav would be, and how frequent can you drink? So, according to the Shulchan Aruch, like, every, basically every 30 seconds. But, the gra and, the, and some of the Akhwanim are machmer, we should be machmer just like food, and wait nine minutes between every, uh, every drink. So, if a person... Could wait. They just have to drink a little bit here and there, a little Gatorade, a little Powerade, and they'll be fine. So then they should be machmer like all the shitas and wait, you know, seven, eight, nine minutes between, you know, the 1.4 ounces, 1.5 ounces of beverage. If they cannot wait that long, so you can line the Shulchan and every 30 seconds they could have another another uh, shot of of Gatorade if that's what uh, is necessary for them to to avoid danger. Okay, it's very important to stress this again. It's it's very important for a person who knows they can't fast, is pregnant, is nursing, has diabetes, is on serious medication where they know they have to eat at some point. They should speak to a doctor. You you want to find a doctor that's that's a yari shemayim. That's preferable. In Minneapolis, we definitely have some people, and it's it's great because on one hand they could they are they know the the the, the medicine. On the other hand, they understand the Yom Kippur is very important. And they also understand that V'chai Behem is also important. We really, Jews, care about, we care about life. You know, you didn't find the best doctors. We invest a lot of money in medicine. We do, we do take extra precaution when it comes to human life. And therefore, if you're able to find a from a doctor who is Yerei Shemayim, that's the best person to discuss, obviously with consultation with a Rav, to make sure you figure out which category you're in and what the halacha would be in that situation and and for everyone out there it's definitely important to hydrate 
and to get off caffeine if you could, to be able to, to allow you to fast, well, on Yom Kippur. There's a question, can a person take pills on Yom Kippur? So Rav Marsha Feinstein has a tshuva where he says that if a person is in a safi b'kuach nevesh, if they do not take this pill, they will put themselves at risk. So if they cannot swallow it without water, obviously they'd be allowed to swallow it by using water. What if a person is not in the state of pikuach nafesh, but they're in tremendous pain, they're not feeling well, they're in bed all day. In general, Yom Kippur has the same din as Shabbos, that you can't take medicine on Shabbos. We don't take medicine if you just have a minor ailment, but let's say a person is in pain, serious pain, or they they're in bed all day. So halacha is on Shabbos, allowed to take medicine. So I'm Kippur as well. The, the problem is, how do I eat it? I cannot take a pill. So we pask, and if a pill is nifsam yachil, that's not considered food, your typical Adv- Advil uh, tablets and Tylenol tablets are not considered achila. So you could, if you're able to swallow it with your saliva by just getting it down, putting it down your throat, so that would be mutter. Uh, if a person cannot do that, so the place can say, so you really cannot drink water. That would be in the But if you're drinking water, the way to drink water would be to put in some type of uh, uh, you know, bitterment, maybe um, soap or lemon juice, something, uh, maybe Listerine, something to make it really uh, bitter. So it would not be considered and if a person is sick, they could take a pill in order to get rid of the pain in order to make them feel better. So that would be the times where a person, that would be the Eitzah, if a person needs to take a pill, that would be the, the Eitzah. What about a caffeine pill? So when, whenever you're dealing with food type of pills or supplements like caffeine, so there is a Isidra Abadon of Achshave that you're considering it as if it's food, and therefore I would only recommend, uh, again, this caffeine pill if a person has a serious headache and they have a din of nafla mishkov. They're really not feeling well. It's a chaylas she'im sakana, but they're still in the state that they're in pain. They have a serious headache. So then, again, it will be just like a regular pill will, where you could take it with the bitter water or by swallowing it whole. That will be fine as well to do on Yom Kippur because that's considered shaloi kedar achila. Okay, so Mirta Shem, tomorrow, Erevim Kippur, we'll wrap up our discussion of the Chamesh and We'll talk about the, the last, the final one of the five, as we continue our 12-minute halacha series.